This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, GoPowerCat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It is the overtime. Tech party? We're back. That's right, the off-season, we add back in the overtime podcast. And if you're new here, and so many people are new here, let's explain the rules. First of all, let's introduce everyone. I'm Fitz, Zach Carlson, Cole Carmody, Ryan Gills, Gilbert. I should say Cole, Cole's Carmody. Everyone's got to have a Z in their name. That's the rules around here. And this is how the overtime works. The origin of the overtime is people kept asking us silly questions in our podcast questions thread. And we slowly started answering them. And it became a bonus segment called the Vodka Round. and The Lightning Round. Vodka. The uh, HodgePodge. I'll never forgive Brett Regan for doing that. The hodgepodge was the worst of all the names. And eventually we realized, hold on, we do a first half and a second half. Why don't we do the overtime? And when the pandemic hits, we decide, let's just make the overtime its own thing. Let's just do a separate overtime. Because people would like, uh, I love the podcast, but the third part is just stupid. Yeah, files downvoted the thread. (laughs) (laughs) I love the commitment to the... To the cause. Uh, So the overtime is now separate. You ask us anything within reason. Ryan Gilbert is not talking about his hyperactive sex life. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not like he's got to mention anyone else's name. And then we'll just do our best to answer it in the most entertaining way possible. And also I will drop in nice little sound effects and stuff. No sports. That. The no K State sports, right? It, it can uh, be, but this you gotta fit the right niche, and it's kind of hard to describe uh, what that is. You'll understand what we talk about. These are overtime questions. These aren't this general podcasts. Talk, folks. <laughs> Jeez, 
Thank you, Mr. Trump. How's your week going, Mr. Trump? <laughs> going great. We've had a great week. Was that this week or last week? That was this week. That was this week. Okay, yeah. Nothing to report. I saw a great TikTok. A guy said, so let me get this right. The former president got on his private 7, what? 757, 757, yeah. flew from his gorgeous Florida estate to New York City where he has an entire building, <laughs> went down, had a little thing in court. Uh, got back on his 757 and flew back to Florida. So basically, this man's worst day of his life would be my best day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. true. Uh, so true. So let's get rolling. Uh, we are sponsored. I haven't asked them. This kind of snuck up on me. We're sponsored by Taco Lucha and Solong Saloon. I'm sure go. they are going to renew theirs uh, because I never billed them for last <laughs> spring and summer. <laughs> editions. So uh, we're off. And that's how good I am at my job. We're off and running again. Make sure you stop into Solong Saloon whenever you're in Aggieville. Don't go to Taco Lucha because Ryan Gilbert bartends there and he is a jackass. He's absolutely right. No matter what you order, he gives you a Nancy. And I, I'm like, I don't like Nancy's. Just have it. I know how to make it. It's just really, he doesn't know how to make anything. Or sometimes you'll just go in there and shots will just magically appear in front of you. Sometimes that's been known to happen. Look, if we learned one thing from the pandemic is you should not refer to these as shots. They should be vaccines. <laughs> and they're there to save your life. They're there to improve the quality of life. But, and it's a general rule of thumb, do not trust everything Ryan Gilbert puts in front of your face. <laughs> if, if Ryan is making a vaccine for me, I'm very scared. I know. I know. <laughs> you're going to take it and you're going to like it. At least it's not going to be like, you know, little nanobots or spyware. He's, <laughs> he can barely make the shot, let alone the science behind that. Let's get rolling with your questions. I have no idea who's asking. Someone asked the question yeah. so I can start answering the stupid you guys oh there we go stupid stuff you guys ask and yes i will bleep these out uh maybe maybe i'll just take it to the whole new level and just leave the leave the then no you're not (laughs) zach once again appears as the adult in the room and the voice of reason here we go someone talk good evening ladies and gentlemen we are tonight's entertainment uh, from AmeriCat, if you could pick the Big 12 food slash drink items for the basketball tournament next year, what would you assign each school, including the new ones? I think we should probably worry about Kansas State getting a new product. No Wabash Dog. What the hell was that thing? What was on top of it? It it's looked like a turd. Purple relish. It looked like a turd. I believe it, it was like. like... It's supposed to be purple, but it looked brown. Yeah. They got the food coloring wrong. First of all, don't do that again. Don't do that again. If you want to do something K-State related, it probably should be beef and maybe like a brisket sandwich. How about a varsity donut? Make it simple. Mac and cheese, grilled cheese should be the food item, but a chili and a cinnamon roll wouldn't be horrible either. That's not a bad idea, Zach. That is the weirdest cultural thing. It's so strange. I didn't grow up in a household with chili. And, Neither did I. And did you? Did, that was the thing at school lunches. Yeah, Cin- yeah it's a it's a regional yeah. thing. Cinnamon rolls and chili. I hated it at, whenever it was school lunch. I would again. Those I are two things it. I like separately. But why did you put them together? Right. Makes no sense. I I, I don't I don't understand it either. But that's not a bad idea, Zach. I don't even remember what they were, but it wasn't like the fried street corn Oklahoma State. Like, that should have been Iowa State. 
I, I what about the walking taco? I thought that was an Iowa State that thing. That should be an Iowa State thing. That should absolutely be the Iowa State thing. Yeah. Because that's like where they claim to have invented the walking taco was in Ames. If I'm okay, so let's do the new schools. Let's not right. let's not worry about the old schools. Uh, I think everyone basically was happy with their items, with the exception of maybe they should have this and we should have that. K State got screwed. Yeah. I think we can all recognize that when it came to Big Twelve tournament food, K State got shorted. That thing was disgusting. I will say, I did think that the Kansas mac and cheese actually looked really good. It was like some Buffalo mac and cheese that they... The Bill Self? Mac yeah. And cheese, right? Yeah, it was the one at 23rd Street Brewery, I think, is where they typically have that uh, food item. Whatever, yeah, whatever we got catered yeah. to the KU game this year. I think it was, was good. what they had. Last year, too. Okay, so uh, UCF is in Orlando. I, I, I think I have a perfect item. Because what's in Orlando? Well... I'll let you go. What's in Orlando? Sun. Universal Studios. SeaWorld. Wow. You guys are freaking <laughs> magic. Magic. Old people. Old, old, oh, my God. We can eat old people. No. Uh, Bay Hill. Uh, <laughs> so the symbol of Disney is a mouse. Fried mouse on a stick. Okay. Probably plenty of them underneath T-Mobile in the service area. <laughs> I was going to say shrimp tacos. Really? For UCF. You're by the ocean. I think you got to have some seafood. You didn't have any other seafood? Give me shrimp tacos for UCF. There's only one item. It is NASA's bagged space ice cream. They have to do something NASA-related probably. That would make sense too. Or the Mickey Mouse dipped ice cream, like the Dilly Bar Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's not a bad idea. a good one. BYU, though, is absolutely one of their little soda stand things. They, it, the the culture in Utah, they don't drink alcohol. They don't you drink know. caffeine. They don't drink caffeine, but they have soda shops where you can get whatever flavor you want. It's like a drive through It's like Starbucks for them. Mm. There's a soda shop on every corner in Utah, apparently. So you so get just a all, all the flavor, all the sugar without the caffeine. I don't understand the purpose of this. Right. Coke Zero. So is that basically that's all you get is uh, Coke Zero. Coke Zero has caffeine in it. Or caffeine-free Coke, whatever. How about this? Is. How? Daphne, you okay? We're, we're doing a thing here, babe. Okay? Zach, take care of that. Um, how about this? The BYU bottled water. Could make sense. <laughs> yeah. Now, we didn't want to offend you in any way, so we gave you bottled water. I like that. H2 Coog. H2 Coog. Okay, uh, so Cincinnati, I think we know where we're going with this. Oh, yeah, it's Skyline Chili. It's got to be that, which is disgusting. I've never even had that. But that also, they can double do the chili then. They got chili for Skyline and chili for the. Ooh. Yeah. So now we're being efficient for the Big 12. Uh, I'd rather have a cinnamon roll than bad spaghetti. Oh, yeah. So what is exactly – is that what that – it's like spaghetti it's and chili, chili right? over spaghetti. Yeah. Interesting. Interest, interestingly uh, Okay, what disgusting. do we do for Houston? I mean, I, I, I think this is it. I, I think you can order uh, whatever you want from the menu and say make it the Houston version. And some hot 50-year-old chick will come bring it out to you. It's the Cougars. I was just going to say, 
I was just going to say just <laughs> something nasty barbecue related because the Big 12 seems to love Texas and they fail to realize that te- Texas barbecue isn't even real. So they would probably make like some brisket sandwich for Houston. Actually, your your shrimp idea probably applies to Houston more than Orlando because the, the Gulf? Gulf shrimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. It, the Houston can have something shrimp related. Wouldn't be a bad. I w- don't they have like the really famous? What's that gas station we went to in Oklahoma? Don't they have a bunch of those in Texas? Seven Eleven. Yeah. Yes. Quick trip. No, Rudy's. for barbecue. Oh, Rudy's. Rudy's. Oh, I thought you were don't trying to go a- at Bucky's, and I was like, it's not Bucky's. No, but don't they have a bunch of like Rudy gas stations? Yeah, in Texas. Yeah, they got Rudy's. Like- yeah, but no, Gulf Shrimp, um, Skyline Chili, BYU bottled water, and the UCF uh, fried mouse on the stick. Delicious. I hope you're Mark's listening. Next question comes from Go Uper Cat. The GPC staff has traveled far and wide these last eight months. Mm. Please give us your 2022-2023 GPC Hospitality Awards. Can include restaurants, bars, lodging, airport terminals, or anything to do with the ins and outs of life on the road. Can we start with the bad first before we get to the good? Okay. Because we have to talk about um, bombshells as being the worst place that we've been to, right? But we do believe it led to the greatest road trip moment of the year. <laughs> it did. It did. But that is like the low end, right? If there was a if there was a, a bottom tier, bombshells would be the bottom. I went there with such great hope. What was that that was Media Days, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what Media Days. So our that hotel, the, it was a terrible hotel. It was we we stayed at yeah. the worst. It was a Homewood, right? Yeah. We stayed at a, the worst Homewood suites. I'm a Hilton guy. We always stayed at Hiltons. This thing was. We stayed at some bad Hiltons this year. Yeah. <laughs> we, there were just some real trash Hiltons, and and this was one of them. In fact, we got refunded basically for our room because a drain didn't work. We had stains on the carpet. It was the lock. The door wouldn't shut. You had to basically slam it. It was crazy, all the things that went. Anyhow, uh, across the parking lot was a bombshells, which if you don't, I'm not familiar with bombshells. There's a few of them in Texas, and they are a version of a Hooters or Twin Peaks and military-themed, but uh, more urban. In fact, I think the the irony of the the visit was the only white employee was the DJ, and I can't wrap <laughs> my mind around that. Uh, but... Um, the food was okay. Mm-hmm. Service was okay. It was just, it was just off. The whole thing was off. The music was blasting at uh, like seven like, thirty at night. Yeah, like was, you walked into a club. That's what it felt like. It was just weird. Yeah. Uh, but what really made it significantly bad was, um, at some point, at some point, my phone number got hacked. <laughs> so it was either, it could have been either or both the Homewood Suites Wi-Fi or the bombshells Wi-Fi, I, which I did sign into. Uh, and on the way home, Zach stayed for something else, so he was flying back. And uh, before we're even out of Dallas, the text started. And so we're in my car, and it's reading the text. I got a new text from this number. I hit listen. Hot single moms are... 32 hot single moms are near you right now. Please reply. I mean, I got the most comical, comical text messages over and over. And I would block what I thought was the number because I'm on my phone. I'm just like block, block. And they kept coming. It wasn't from a number. It turned out someone signed up my number for 
a text service from a Dallas-based website. So it was coming in. Adult website. Adult, yeah. It was like they, they sold all their inventory to adult texting. And like so it was coming in via an email address, which – was a lesson learned for me, and I could go on to that website and block it. I was afraid this is going to make it worse. Now they know it's a real number, but I was able to block it. But let me just say, and I'm going to put another another uh, letter in here to substitute for the letter that was in there so I can make it more. Just say it. I, no, because I bleep it. it out and people won't know what it is. So if you're single and you're looking for a dating service, the word is from my text that Rock Buddy is exactly what you need. Or is it Clock Buddy? I can't remember yes. what it was. So just go check that out. It sounded great. Don't go check that out. <laughs> and I was unclear if I had all of these hot single moms within a half mile of my phone while I was driving or while I was at the hotel. Because, I, I mean, if you're going to tell me there's 32 hot single moms within a half mile, <laughs> I need to know, like, right now because I'm driving. Should I pull over for Ryan Gilbert to get a date in real fast? If you understand what I'm saying by date. Is that the proper nomenclature? I mean, it wouldn't last long. It's Ryan Gilbert. We could just I could come over, put some gas in the car, go get a gator, and and Gilbert be like, I'm done, man. It was good. It was good. Okay. She also works at Bombshells. Fitz. Thank you. I've got to tell you. You did it. It was all me. Yep. Did you seriously do it? Yep. That's I swear so to funny. God. What? Yep. I don't think I told you this, Cole. I told Zach. Yeah, he t- so we were, we, we, were, we were driving home from, from Kansas City on <laughs> after we got back from New York City. And <laughs> it's like 3 in the morning. And Gil's what? like, I got to tell you something. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? Do you remember the, <laughs> when you stayed by in Dallas and we were driving back and Fitz was getting all those text messages? That is so funny. <laughs> I'm so glad I was able to block it. No, I turned off your mic. No, I turned off your mic. You're no longer part. <laughs> I'm leaving. It was a Dallas area code, right? Uh, yeah, like that was a complete coincidence. I downloaded. There's a bunch of apps where you can text. Oh, it free. was. It was clearly Dallas based. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even have any clue that I picked. I just picked a random number, and it happened to be Dallas too. <laughs> so you were sitting in the back. Seat. I was sitting in the back every time. Yep, and I would hit like send on my phone. And I just, bury my head. Oh, because... so you were actually sending them. <laughs> no. yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't sign you up. I, I sent every individual text to your phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember, it started off, started off very like, hey, Tim, like you have five new messages. Click here to view them. And slowly but surely, I progressed them to be a little more. <laughs> so you were picking who they were from? I, I, I typed everything up myself. Oh like, my God, you jackass! <laughs> so you kept blocking the numbers, so I have to delete the app and get like new apps to text you from. That is so funny. That is amazing. Yeah. That is it was, a all, great it was all me, Fitz. Prank. The whole bombshells thing. Uh, will... Me and Zach were talking about all your theories. Like you're just such a dumbass. So I thought I thought I was right there. With, I had no idea this was happening. Well, I it wasn't that people, I was a dumbass. <laughs> It was that I trusted it wasn't you. Yep. Yep. It's trust that you will never recover. Yep. Okay. And Fitz and I were rolling in the front seat, and you were rolling for a completely different reason. Yep. Yep. So it well, was okay, funny. It, it was on the so way fun. down the Dallas. So you wrote every one of those texts? I typed them in my phone. Oh, my God. You have a gift. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this, this, uh, screw the rest of the questions. This is the whole overtime. <laughs> 
You are the best dirty texter ever. Yeah. I only have, I pulled up one of them that I still had in my notes app. Oh, good. You kept it in your notes app. But did you delete all the messages that you got? Oh, absolutely. Damn it, Damn it Fitz. Didn't want my what wife the... to think I was I was shopping for a hottie at Rock Buddy. <laughs> all right. This is the only one I had saved. It said, message received. You will now receive weekly pictures and videos straight to your inbox, free for one year. Restrictions apply. Opt out, reply, stop. Stop! <laughs> and I was hoping you'd hit stop and be like, command received. You will now receive hourly updates. You know what I mean? But you never responded. Well, I was driving. I think, I think you might have responded. I can't remember. I, bl- I eventually blocked them all, but yeah. Well, you, yeah. I kept deleting because I could do that real quick, but blocking was another couple steps while I was driving. Well, it started because on the way down to Dallas, you kept getting like actual, you know, like actual spam. Like, you know, mm-hmm. your Netflix account is locked. Please click this link to, you know, whatever. You and trust, so it would come through the speakers. I trust that that wasn't you? <laughs> that was not me, but uh, it gave right. me the idea because you get so pissed off when you're driving. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Let, let me ask you a question. Um, do I actually have cancer? Is this a con you've been running on me for, for like six No years? more questions okay. regarding that. <laughs> But back to the question. It was all me, Fitz. It was all me. Um, I think Morgantown was the only place we went on the road that we actually stayed and went out and did anything of that sort. Yeah, and we got and that worked out great because you had great. you got in early and you had um, what time was tip off? One. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you had two. It worked out great. Ryan and then Gilbert you could, got to meet the twenty twenty two no twenty three twenty four West Virginia Mountaineer mascot. Who looks yep. like a homeless person. They, they've looks... gone from uh, when we started with with West Virginia in the conference, they had a guy that looked legitimate like the Mountaineer. And they kind of slowly went downhill. And then they ended up with a female, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But it was a little jarring, especially her long beard. That was kind of weird. <laughs> and now they've got a new one who looked like the only guy who tried out who had a beard. And so he got Yeah, it. they had three guys up there. And it was like it was like the Chippendales sketch on SNL, where you're just like one of those guys is the clearly the Chippendale, and it's not Chris Farley, right? That was what the finalists were for the. the so there was an obvious one, and he didn't win. He, no, he was the obvious one. Oh. It was like, oh my god, the other two. They're like, how are they the Mountaineer? Like they don't even have beards. Hmm. I don't know. Best food. It's it. Look, but having a beard is one thing, but at Kansas State, you got to find students that have a wildcat head, and that's hard that's to find. Tough. Speaking of, well, the people in New York, by the way, could not wrap their mind around the fact that Willie the Wildcat was not a full wildcat. Well, first of all, his name's not Willie the Wildcat. Or Willie Wildcat, sorry. I always forget that. People could not understand, well, where's the rest of his body? And I'm like, well, he wears a head because he's half man, half wildcat. They didn't understand. I was talking to Alec from the Rivals side in Greensboro because Baylor, the Baylor mascots a few years ago, they do skits before each Big 12 game. And they made a video of why doesn't he have arms? So they sent so him funny. arms. It was, they, that they, was they went so Hobby Lobby and made some arms for him. Funny. Yeah. That was one of the greatest troll. Oh, my God. That was so yeah, funny. It's one of the, it, that video barely got any interaction. And I'm disappointed because it was so good. Brilliant. But best hotel, best hotel probably was the O Henry. It was creepy at first, yeah. But in the end, after you go to New York City and stay in a tiny, 
itty bitty hotel room. It means so, you got to be close. It's all on the O. Henry's Greensboro. Yeah, in Greensboro, it's it was place. like a. It's haunted, right? No, it was built in the nineties. It felt haunted. Oh my god! So they built it in the nineties to look vintage. Well, it the O. Henry used to be like a classic hotel somewhere mm-hmm. and i don't know if they closed it down in the 70s or if they <clears throat> moved it in the 90s i don't know at some point i think they closed the old the original down this is the second one and it was built in the 90s but it looks it mm. looks older but no it's less than 30 years we old we had a rubber ducky in our bathtub there's a rubber ducky in the bathtub there Seriously? was the, there was a bathtub and a shower that's that's kind of awesome if you got kids or if you're or just you taking got, a bath and got guilt because it's got like the temperature on it i think i think it was one of those like yeah. Is this hot? Oh wow, type, that's cool. Tape rubber duckies. Speakers hooked up in our room. They had speakers, so I was in the bathroom just doing my business, <laughs> and Gills hooks up his phone to the speaker system, and he's just playing the Burger King ad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom, and I can't do anything about it. He's trying to let one loose, and just all he hears is whopper, whopper, whopper. whopper. <laughs> Which was on brand for you at that moment. Yeah. yeah. Are we ready for the next question? Let's yeah. move on. It's, it was it was a good year of traveling. We covered a lot of incredible sports, but good Lord, am I broke right now. You know, I'm all in on being really good in football and basketball, but um, maybe not go to New Orleans and New York City uh, for the end of the season. It was a little jarring. Next question comes from Call Me T22. Rank the Big 12 hand signals. K-State, TCU, Oklahoma State. Texas Tech, Baylor, Texas. He says, I'm not sure if there is anyone else. Does Baylor have one? I thought they do. Yeah, they got the Bear Claw. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's well, the worst. that's last. Yeah, I think it's. Is it worse than Hook'em? I would say that Texas Tech and Oklahoma State are Which tied State? for. It's just guns. Oh, that's yeah. right. Just guns. Which Pickles asked about finger guns being intimidating. And I didn't include Is it, it bad? I think they, TCU they has the best. No. Yeah, I think I like TCU's better than Texas's. I, I think Texas is great. Texas I mean, we, is so easy to mock, though. Yep, yeah, exactly. But that's why. Yeah. But we all recognize it. You know, we all recognize exactly what it is, and yeah, it's kind of a. It's so typical of Texas. We came up with the laziest hand signal in the world, and we think it's the best. K State's is the most unique. Yeah, I I'm just want to understand when this became a thing because this wasn't a thing ten years ago. I would say about 10 years ago is probably when it started. Like some people started doing it, and the reaction was, that's kind of stupid. But then once you explain it, it's a W and a C, yeah. it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And it, now it just took off, and now that you know the coaches are doing it, it, it just is everywhere now. I never thought and K-State would have a hand signal. I, not, I didn't us. either. It's, it's kind of the – that's another question. We're going to have to get the new schools to come up with a hand signal. So you got K State, you've got TCU. Yeah. As I'm doing this on a podcast where people can't see me, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Bay- Baylor's is terrible. Baylor's is terrible. That's dumb. But also, if we're gonna call Baylor's terrible, K State's got to be right in that conversation with them because it's just slightly moving the fingers. Yeah, but I think it's. But K State, they don't scratch. They they just go like this. Baylor, like if you just went like this, you wouldn't know that you're just mimicking. Yeah, it's a hard claw. to catch and. St- Still photos. Right. Right. I don't know. This is a good question. We could come up with some really funny BYU ones, but they might be culturally insensitive to the Mormons. <laughs> uh, Central Florida. 
UCF. And then sword to do this. Just a sword. just a I don't know. Just wave your arm around like you're holding a sword. Please, Gilbert, don't do anything. Um, the Bearcats could just steal Baylor's. Oh, yeah. So they could do this, Cincinnati Bearcats. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I did the K State hand signal. Yeah, hand signal with the clawing motion. I like it. They're the bear and the cat. They could they could sign B <clears throat> in sign language and use it as the claw. Ooh, I like that. That's a, lot. a little. A little too specific, I think. A little too hard. This is B, in case you didn't know. Okay. Yeah. And the Cougars. I thought okay. this was B. Cougies. Oh, you're right. What is this? This isn't anything. This is D. Anything. That's we're fine. doing sign language here. Yeah, we're Sorry. figuring it out. Very we're Sorry okay. for those of you watching at home. <clears throat> let's, let's do more questions. From Jerome Yang. If Who? He, yeah, I know. He listens to this podcast. Wow. If K-State were to adopt a second location to play several of its home games every year, a la Tampa Bay and Montreal... Where would it be? Do you know this backstory? Um, no. What was that? Uh, talked about Tampa and Montreal. Yeah. Since playing. nobody goes to the Rays games, they talked about playing um, the like April games in Tampa Bay and then playing the summer games in Montreal because nobody goes to the Tampa games. Why don't you just move the franchise? Well, that's a great question. So, so what was the setup of the question? K-State. If K-State second had to home play a second home location. Uh, I assume City. we're going like, to exclude Kansas City and Wichita. New, New Probably. Yes. Think outside. New York? Was well, this the one that said extra points if you don't say Texas? Or was that, was that, was that uh, a different question? I think question? it was a different question. Because I would say Dallas. I think Dallas would be – there's a lot of um, okay. K-State alumnus yeah. in that area. I think they show up for that. And with all the obvious connections to Texas on the basketball staff, I mean – I would say Texas. I don't think New York would be a bad idea. I think from a marketing and university standpoint, you'd absolutely want to corner the Dallas market specifically. That I metro. I would say Vegas, as long as Fitz lets us go to the games. Uh, so I'm going to take you to Vegas and then not let you go to the game? Mm. We're taping this on a Thursday, which is trash and recycling day in the neighborhood. Uh, you know, normally I'd go back and re-record and, and cut things out, but this is the overtime. <clears throat> I hope you can properly hear this. This is my life. Zach's going to close the door now. I'm trying. I can't reach it. Right. Cole's going to go over there. Oh, Zach's got it. Zach's got it. He's going to slam it. It's slammed. There we go. Places in Kansas now. Second locations in Kansas. Excluding Wichita, what would be a really fun place for K-State to play home games? Smaller venues. The casino in Dodge City. Oh, that's not a bad Dodge idea. Dodge City. Okay. And actually, we've kind of discussed this because if K-State does a major revamp of Bramlage Coliseum, they might have to play some games in alternate sites. Tony's Pizza. Salina. <laughs> yeah. Probably would play in Hayes. They certainly would play Expo in, Center. in, <clears throat> in multiple venues in, in Wichita. Probably mm-hmm. at both the Hartman and the Interest. Because right now, if you were to if you were to ask a second home location, the obvious answer would be Wichita. But I'm excluding Wichita and Kansas City. What other towns would you like to see K State play? Park in? City. See, I don't even know where that's at. Mm. We're one of those arenas well, you they, mentioned. They would. They would it's murder Hartman arenas. They would absolutely murder it in Park City. They would. Mm-hmm. Mm. They'd kill it. The BTK Classic. Make it every year. Wow, what a what, what a, a dark concept. turn! Yeah, um, well, I mean, it's not like we're going to come up with some secret city that nobody knows about. I mean, I think 
Zach nailed it. Playing at the Dodge City Casino, it's not a bad idea. Like that's probably the third nicest arena in the state, wouldn't you think? So my theory on this, I'm changing this question to be if they have that basketball year, is you play all your just kind of regular non-conference games, not like a Villanova game, all your regular non-conference games in the volleyball arena. And and I know it cuts down on your money revenue tremendously. You make it all students. Maybe you have one area for your big donors, but it's all students. Can you imagine how incredible that environment would be? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go out on the road. You, you know, you don't intentionally play. Villanova would be in Philadelphia if you played them. Um, you would play multiple games in Kansas City, multiple games probably in Wichita. It would be awkward. Zach had an idea of, you know, before you completely renovate the indoor, maybe you play in there, the old indoor. See, I think you can absolutely use the new indoor. <clears throat> And is it t- that and big, though? <clears throat> I was surprised so, that you, you told me how small it is. It's small, but think about it's a basketball court. You can put, but I, I don't think you're going to put any more chairs in the volleyball arena. I think you could put six thousand seats in there. I don't. I don't think you're even close. That's that's a hot take. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, because what the volleyball arena is what three thousand. Yeah, I think you can double it. Interesting. <laughs> the humans will be right back. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The ads are done. Speak humans. Next question comes from Wildcat Will 41. Who is your pick to win the Masters? Would it pain you to see a live player win? And Chris66204 wants to know, have a quick discussion about whether live golfers have a legitimate point to argue against being denied entry to PGA events or not. You guys have fun with this one. Yeah. Here we go. I picked Scotty Scheffler Mm. as my main pick to go back to back. He was great. Yeah. Did you see? Did do great. Did you see year. Tiger's odds in like 2007? He was like minus 250 to win the Masters at that point. It was like, it was like minus 125. I think was his like yeah, best yeah. one ever. Ridiculous. And yeah. And he's plus 5,000. He's not gonna. No. Not gonna win this week. I don't know if he's gonna make the cut this week. Unfortunately. John Rahm's not a bad pick though. I know he hasn't no. had the hottest start when you're listening to this podcast, but he was off to a rough start on Thursday morning. I'm He'll picking, be fine. I'm, I'm picking Jim Nance. It's the um, one. It wouldn't really pain me to see a live guy win. It'd pain me to see, like, Phil win or somebody like that. But if, like, Cameron Smith won, I wouldn't be too upset. But to the second question here from Zip Code Chris, uh, before before the PGA started paying, I think they pay $500,000 to each golfer now that has a tour card. They used to, if you were on the PGA Tour, you paid your expenses, you paid your hotel, flights, travel, whatever, health insurance, you got nothing. You show up to the tournament, you could miss the cut in every tournament, you make $0 and you lose money on the year. A few minutes later. So telling guys that they can't work somewhere else and play golf somewhere else and try making a living, I think is incorrect. I think that from a contract, employment, independent contractor thing, I think that they had that wrong. 
And I think that if you tell somebody, hey, you can't play here, but we also, you know, you if you're exclusive to us, you have to at least pay them something. Right. You can't just say that well, this is a contest, you know, you can't play and live and they're going to pay you guaranteed money and you can't play over here. I think that's that was wrong. But if you say we're going to pay you and, and I think that they rectified that this that argument and that loophole, because it's like the same thing with wrestling. You know, the WWE, they're independent contractors, but they pay all their travel. They pay all their, pay all their expenses going to city to city. They pay their own health insurance, but they can't work anywhere else. So they're treated like employees, but they are classified as independent contractors, which you're not independent if you can't choose where you want to work. I don't know. I, so, I, I get why they left in the first place. I understand yeah, I mean, they get, for they, money. Yeah, they went for that. money, and quite frankly, them leaving did change some things it on made, the PGA Tour. It made it a little bit better. And it made it better for the players. It did. It at did. least the guys that are on the tour. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where— A few minutes later. They're at a point now with the PGA to where there's not more guys that are leaving for live, correct? I mean, at this point, no. And— you know, and lives pretty much at the peak of what it's going to be. I don't personally think if that it hasn't already. I don't think guys should be able to come. I really don't think they should be able to come back and play in the PGA if you left. But I think it's kind of turning your back. I mean, like yeah, I mean, like at this point, yes, I think they've made their bed. They're going to sleep in it. But the majors are completely separate. It's hey. all based on ranking. Hey, Brian, what's the special at Lucha today? <laughs> it's a good question. Let me look. Okay, we're done. I gotta we're know done. at some point because I worked. We're done, Fitz. <laughs> okay, Fitz, you'll like this question from Exhausted Nihilist. If you could eliminate one stereotype about the state of Kansas, what would it be? Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Wizard Something of Oz. about chili and cinnamon rolls. That's not a stereotype. We brought that on ourselves. But Zach's into the Wizard of Oz thing. I'm. I think you just own it. He just doesn't want to be known as the Wizard of Pod. He just. It's. It's, it's all. It's about. Um, it's been around for a hundred years. That Kansas is flat. Yeah. But what's funny about it is I took a beautiful photo at the overlook, the Flint Hills overlook. It was, you know, the clear rolling Hills. It looked really nice. And one of my West Virginia followers said, that's still flat. Well, I'm like, (laughs) they're not mountains, but that's not flat. Flat is flat. And that's not it. But I, I'm, so happy we're at springtime because driving through the Flint Hills, I got to drive down to, I got some buddies that own a, a brewery down in Council Grove. And that is one of the greatest drives to go down to Council Grove for Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Now that that road's open too. I think it's closed again. Is it closed again? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. They screw something up. I wonder. I wonder. I know we're supposed to stick to sports or no. not sports, but the stereotype that you can't recruit to Manhattan, Kansas. No, that's true. I think that's. That's gone. It is gone now. I mean, it's me or this summer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the airport will be closed. You literally can't fly them in here. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that plays into their recruiting cycle at all. They're trying Try and to get it done early. Yeah. Could be. It's a good That's way actually of looking. a really good point. I'm sure I, that I actually, uh, that strikes me as something Bailey would be all over. Like, okay, we, we got to make sure. We're trying to travel as little as possible, flying guys in. Because mm-hmm. if you're not familiar, Manhattan has a really nice airport, but only one runway. And because it's it's you, if you've been to the Manhattan airport, it's in a kind of it, there's a hill and there's a roads and there's a a cemetery that you can't expand. <clears throat> 
And that runway outdid its life like 20 years ago. It was supposed to be a 30-year runway, and it's on 50 or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, what I read was like, oh, God. I think they need to yeah. change and, and so they're going to have to go down to the base and start all over. They're, they've already started with non-runway things. They're closing off taxiways and stuff. But this summer, it's done. They're tearing up that whole runway. They're redoing both runways. There is a second runway that yeah, private and general aviation can use. But right. There, there's a certain point at that runway where the runways meet together. They cross each other. So that's the critical component that right. is closing the runways. They have to, they can't work on one and the other, you know, separately. But they have to close them both at a certain point to do the. But the one runway is the only one commercial yeah. can right. use. So, um, yeah, it's supposed to end August thirty first. I think the end of August is supposed to be done. Yeah, I think September one. I think is yeah, the yeah. target. If, if not, I don't. If they don't get it done, if there's weather issues, I'm not sure what happens. It's going to be a mess for people coming in for football, teams coming in for football. Leading into the stereotype question from Big Sam, if you could get the state to embrace one stereotype of Kansas, what would it be? And he says you can add Kansas City to the mix. Did you bring this up on the other podcast? I think Kansas needs to latch on to the barbecue yes, thing. Yes, I did, yeah. I, I, I do. They they need to attach themselves to the the whole Casey. Beef. I mean, that's what it is. Beef, yeah. And it's, it's an it's agricultural not that, thing. It's not something that travels into Missouri. No. It, it just isn't. I don't think Missouri could be known as a barbecue state because, <laughs> you know, just their their culture is so much different. St. Louis ribs? No? Well, again, they they won't be known for that. St. Louis has disgusting everything. I will uh, go to McGrave. You don't like that. Provel cheese on your pizza? It's just, they're weird. They're just weird. Barbecue. The answer is barbecue because, right. again, think about we, we, we bring this – Full circle to K-State, the NIO collective with K-State beef and the offensive linemen. I mean, beef and barbecue go literally go hand in hand. What do people in the state do when it's nice outside? Now, now I guess this is everywhere, but they have a barbecue. They sit in their back in their backyard and they smoke their locally grown beef. Is right. that a thing? I'm not Sourced, a farmer. Yeah. Sourced yeah. beef, yeah. So, like, that's what we do in the state of Kansas. So why do, why doesn't the state... Lean into that. And that goes with opening more barbecue restaurants. Like, why is there one barbecue restaurant in Manhattan, Kansas? That makes absolutely zero sense. So that needs to change. But Especially when you can open a barbecue restaurant as a takeout with a few places to eat, you know, a few sit-downs. But mostly you roll in and you buy your barbecue and go mm-hmm. home like a lot most barbecue places mm-hmm. are. Um, but if anyone's out there listening and would like to put in a substantial amount of money and they know a pit master who would be really good, I've got some great barbecue concepts and locations in Manhattan, Kansas. I think we need a destination barbecue place like Salt Lick or Franklin's that um, people come to go to a really cool location just on the edge of town. I, 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 whenever Every time I'm at uh, the winery, and if you haven't been to Liquid Arch Winery, um, setting aside the product, I'm not a wine drinker. The location is freaking amazing. I mean, you feel like you're in Ireland. You're in these rolling hills with vineyards around. A setting like that, like the Salt Lake being rural outside of Austin, mm-hmm. would be absolutely incredible here. Out in the Flint Hills and smoking meat, and oh, it'd be incredible. Can we go on a date to that one? I don't know. Fits, me and you? We could. They now serve beer, which is a good move. I don't know what other stereotypes there are about Kansas. Other than it's flat and Wizard of Oz, I can't think of any stereotypes that I would want. 
other than the barbecue thing, but that's not really a stereotype. People stereotype, oh, Kansas City's no real barbecue. Well, one that's one of the uh, say. <clears throat> one of the stereotypes I I kind of want Kansas to lean into, and they never will because it's horrible for tourism. They call us flyover country. Keep flying over. I mean, yeah, honestly, I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, make fun of us for being flyover country, but we'd rather not deal with you anyhow. Yeah, that's fine. Just keep flying. Nope. From the last question of the overtime, what is the best and the worst change that happened in the city of Manhattan in the last decade? Nothing K-State related. The best and worst changes? Construction's got to be the worst. Yeah, I think it is summer construction. This wasn't a thing 15 years ago. The the town's growing so fast, and they they know they can't have too much torn up for football season. So Mm -hmm. the second the students leave, they tear – one year they tore up every – East-West Road in this town, main thoroughfare, was torn up at the same time. It made no sense. You couldn't go around Marlette. It, it had issues. You couldn't go down Kimball. It had issues. Anderson was torn up. Fort Raleigh Boulevard had – what the hell are they doing? They, they, they just have this window where they try to do everything. It drives me insane, but I understand the necessity of it. The worst thing, though, for me is what they've done to Aggieville right now. Uh, it's, it's terrible. I, I don't understand what's taking so long. This is absolutely absurd. Think about this. Kansas State built a football press box, built an entire new football facility with the veneer complex, and less time it's taking them to redo a one-block section of Aggieville. <laughs> the Just area, a road. The, the area in front of Rockabilly is going to be closed into the summer, and it was closed all year. Yeah. What the hell? And when I go down there, look, there's a lot of stuff. They're not just pouring pavement. They're doing underneath, you know, drainage. I get it. It's it's going way down. I understand that. But every time I've been there and walked to Rockabilly or something down there, I see like two guys working. Yep. It never feels like there's a bunch of people working. And here's the problem. This is just the start. If you've been to So Long or Lucha and seen what they did with 12th Street and that little span, that's what they want to do throughout Aggieville. That was their test area. And it's really cool. And it will be worth it eventually. But this is just one portion of Aggieville. Folks are going to do it tomorrow. They're going to start tearing up tomorrow. You won't be able to drive through Aggieville for. A year or maybe two years. It's ah, horrible. As but it's going to yeah. be awesome. I mean, when it's done, hopefully they, I think they're building it with the potential of turning it into a walking district eventually. They'll have to build another garage. But um, I think that's part of it. Because the there are bollards that will come up. At, Which is awesome. At, we needed, uh, when I was president of Aggieville, we wanted those. Yeah, those things that come up out of the street. You'll notice them there at the corner of 12th and Marlowe. As a so long. now as a townie. No, oh, congratulations. Yes, you, you are. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Until you get on your probation. Yeah. On probation. Okay. okay. I cannot wait to just complain about construction all summer. I know. It's, it's part of the. And then. And uh, go to Aggieville when everybody leaves. That's right. the other thing I'm looking That's for. the other thing. That's the thing that drives me crazy. Well, we can't go to Aggieville. That's where the students are. <laughs> <laughs> you make a lot more money bartending in the summers. Yeah. Because all the old people come out. Yeah. It's better. It's crazy. And that's a, that's a so long lucha phenomenon. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, you you do pretty good. It's the only place locals will go to, Lucha specifically, um, on a regular basis. But now it's really challenging because you can't even park in front of the mm-hmm. the restaurant. 
I'm glad that didn't impact Lucha. I was really worried. And I continue to be very concerned for the the most east portion of Aggieville and the distance it is from the garage. <clears throat> We've noticed more people parking on our street yes, and walking to those places than parking in the garage. If the city really wants to have, have a healthy Aggieville, they have to build a second, maybe smaller garage on that end. They just, I agree. They, they will forever starve those businesses. It'll be – I mean, and the Coca Bolo's location – the Mediterranean restaurant that supposedly it's still coming, but they closed Coco Bolo's early to put the Mediterranean restaurant in, and it's still not there because there's no parking. Yeah, the hotel backed out of their agreement. They just didn't do it. There were supposed to be a hundred spots for public parking in their garage, and they said, "Oh, we didn't build it right. Sorry." And Aggie went, "Okay, no, no, it screwed over an entire end of the district." You took, I mean, they, they, if honestly, if I owned that building, I'd sue the city. I really would. There, there, nothing will ever go in that building and thrive because there's no parking that's easily accessible for that Coco Bolo's. They got to get rid of that Starbucks. The Starbucks, Starbucks has to go. That was, that was a perfect signal of the, the days of when Manhattan didn't give two craps about Aggieville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to put a Starbucks right here at a main thoroughfare. The amount of times I had to slam on my brakes. Slam on, on my brakes. Mont- I am stunned there's not more serious wrecks. Mm-hmm. People just stop in the middle of a main road because I got to get my Starbucks. <laughs> there's like, what, 12 Starbucks in Manhattan, too. Go no. to a different one. It's, well, I'm surprised they didn't close that one when they opened the one up over on with the dental place. Mm-hmm. Over wide, By where Denny's used to be. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, There's yeah, one yeah. over there now? Yeah, they yeah. build an Aspen Dental on the front side, but on the back side, it's really hidden, but there's a Starbucks behind it. It doesn't make any sense That's to weird. me, but it backs well, up to, like, the Super 8. They have one now on West Anderson. And there's one at Hy-Vee, too. And, and it's in an yeah. old bank building. Target. And if you want to, you know, cut across over to Kimball, the best way to do it is in Hilton Heights, which is, you know, not... Where our other sponsor is on on Westport Road, it's the road before that in Hilton Heights. You come up and over, and it's easier to get back onto Kimball. Yeah. But now that Starbucks will back up onto Hilton Heights, so I went to turn right off a busy road, and almost the line was backed up. I'm like, what the hell? A lot of J O stickers on those cars. <sighs> Don't even start me on Starbucks. Just what up? What a scam that whole business Gosh, is. Gosh, we really are talking like townies. What <laughs> a scam Starbucks is. I don't know what the best change is. The best change? Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Fitz can drink <clears throat> in the corrals at Lucha. On oh, I do like You know what? That is Talk a good addition. Um, and something, you know, downtown, I'm not, big, I'm not a big fan of the that we're going to take up a bunch of parking with outdoor seating. But the the addition of outdoor seating is, I think, notable. Mm-hmm. One of the good things to happen with COVID, I think. And I just did a survey for downtown. And, I mean, if you would build enough garages and do a bus service and call it a trolley that ran from the downtown garage in a loop to maybe even the Union garage and the Aggieville garage and through the business districts, I mean, you can get away with two walking districts. I think it would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the corrals are kind of neat. And they've been a great benefit of those businesses. Now, uh, we don't have much waiting area inside, but now you can wait outside in this corral that will heat in the winter and Mm -hmm. shade in the summer and drink beer because the city now approved it. So that was – who paid for that? The city. So that was just 
free business for Lucha and Saloon. You know, that was all part of the, we got to help everyone out in the pandemic, I think. I think there's part of the bigger plan, but I think it sure. helped out. And certainly the outside dining was because of the pandemic. We need to be able to let these places have outside dining. Now they're trying to make it permanent. I'm, I get it, but they're hideous. And why take up that parking? Mm-hmm. You got to solve that. They are hideous. I think the best addition has been Ryan Gilbert. You're being nice to him for once? For once. Well, the, I mean, actually, the addition will be when he moves. What about in bath? NBAF? No, NBATH. I say, I don't say in bath. I say in bath. I don't. I don't. Nope. Um, that's going to be a mess, but that's a whole other topic. And plus, plus, when the pathogens get out, we will be on the cutting edge of zombieism. We'll be the first zombies. I mean, that's kind of cool. Who is the first zombie? Well, Ryan Gilbert. Oh, that that guy. That guy who pranked his boss. Do you think zombies will like the radiation on you? That's a good point. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, Zach. So this is a true story. For oh, three years after my radiation treatments the first time around, I had zero mosquito bites. They would land on me and take off. It was incredible. Hmm. And then last summer, it started getting bad again. I'm like, damn it. Now I get more radiation. I'm going to have like three years of being mosquito-free, I think, which is kind of scary when you think about it. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Todd. That's it. That whole thing petered out. It was all downhill after the confession by Ryan Gilbert. Let's be honest. I mean, once Ryan Gilbert uh, admits to pulling off one of the greatest pranks of a boss uh, that didn't lead to being fired— not yet, at least. Yet. Um, See, I was going to wait to Big 12 Media Days this summer, like on the way down to tell you, or start doing it again. I didn't know, but I didn't know if you'd be going with your treatment. So here we are. But now I'm kind of thinking, I want you to do it again, just, just to see what you come up with. That's it for the overtime. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope I had time to uh, put it together, because I do start my radiation here this afternoon. And um, I'm probably going to be busy all day Friday, not working on the overtime, but I expect to have superpowers. So I'll probably be out solving crime. And who am I kidding? I'll be just like Deadpool. Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Cat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. Yes, Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.